0: this is Al Jensen and I'm here on Minuteman Drive and uh, we're at uh, the name of the place is cloud nine paragliding <laughs> Cloud adventure Nine Paragliding toy store. adventure yep. toy store and uh, it's right here in Draper Utah you know, kind of right around the corner and the reason that it's here in Draper is because some of the best paragliding is right here up on the uh, point of the mountain absolutely yep. beautiful stuff and I'm with Alex Taylor Alex Taylor and Alex is he's the man can I tell you, he's he's Mr. Paraglider, and how long have you been doing it, Alex? I actually started flying in 97. Oh, my gosh. So so are you a pilot other than just a, a paraglider? Are you a
1: uh, airplane pilot, too? You know, I love pretty much anything that flies. <laughs> Ironically, I do have my sport pilot's license, and Good I have a little you. two-seat airplane that sits in a hangar and collects dust. But the paraglider definitely gets flown the most, but, yeah, RC stuff, any anything that anything flies, flies, I'm into it, yeah. I went up at a steerman once, the guy. Oh wow! Oh
0: yeah, and uh, he he and how that all happened is I was in his office and he, there was a picture of a plane flying upside down, going underneath a ribbon that was twenty feet off the ground. And I said, "Who in the heck is that? How did they do that?" And he goes, "Oh, that's me." I go, "Oh, really?" They go, "Yeah." What plane did you – Oh, this that one right out there. And he goes, "I go, you've been doing this long." He goes, "Yeah, I'm I'm a sport flyer." And I go, "Okay." How much is it going to cost me to fly with you, not under a ribbon, but just flying?
1: (laughs) Awesome. And he
0: took me up. He says, a hundred bucks. Lay a hundred bucks on the table we're in. And oh, my gosh. Some of the coolest stuff. That was really fun. Can I tell you? I bet. But second on the fun list was when I went up with one of your guys on tandem Mm -hmm. on paragliding. And uh, somebody told me once that, uh, I says, what's it like? And they go, well... It's kind of like somebody grabbing you by the shoulders and pulling you up in the air, you know. And I thought, how can that be? You know, it's like going up to heaven or something. So, I'm going to let you talk a little bit about what you do here, and then and then the business here, and then flying a little bit on the
1: point. So, sure. take it away. Sure. Well, uh, Cloud Nine. We've been around here a long time, previous to being called Cloud Nine. Back even in the uh, 80s was a uh, shop here that taught hang gliding called um, the Soaring Center Uh, and since then things have changed a bit. We have um, a lot more paragliding going on out here than we have hang gliding anymore just simply because of the convenience factor what's the difference between the two so hang gliding is the one that looks like a big triangle that has a rigid frame to it okay where paragliding is actually kind of like a big parachute yeah parachute. You know, there's uh it's called a ram air canopy air rams in the front and inflates the wing and makes it the shape of a wing so it lets us fly um so the advantage is really you can pack down a paraglider into a backpack right um where a hang glider takes up more space and they do fly a little bit more efficiently so they take a little bit more space to launch and land so um paragliding has come a long ways and i think in fact most of the hang glider pilots i know also fly paragliders Mm -hmm. as well
0: and you said they pack up how small do they get
1: you know, they actually have a glider now that you can have an entire wing and harness that weigh less than three pounds or about three pounds and pack into almost a fanny pack.
0: Oh, come on.
1: Yeah, it's pretty incredible. Pretty incredible. That's amazing. Yep. 898 grams for the single surface. It's called a Dudeck Run and Fly. It's kind of a specific wing. Uh, and then the harness is uh, 90 grams, I believe. So pretty crazy. That's pretty crazy. like
0: crazy, crazy. Yeah. I I was hiking up. Lone Peak to the top of Lone Peak and I ran across about 10 guys and they all had these backpacks on they were about the same weight and looked about the same and you know curiosity kills the cat and I go what the crap are you guys doing Well you walk up there he goes oh we're gonna glide off the ridge down you know uh Cherry Canyon yeah yeah and apparently that's a really hot spot to do it right
1: yeah the speed flyers like going up there these guys who are kind of flying the new hybrid thing that's Kind of like a paraglider, but kind of like a skydiving rig. They're kind of more designed for descent. They like just ripping down the side of the mountain. So they hike up and fly down. So that type of equipment probably averages something like 10 to 15 pounds for the gear that they're carrying. Um, You know, the ultra lightweight stuff, we were saying is like three, but average, maybe 20 to 30 pounds just depending upon the kit
0: oh my gosh it, you're right speed gliding because as i was going up now these guys are getting like a bat out of hell coming down there and just yelling the whole way down and i looked and these guys were just screaming down that hill so yeah. that's what it's
1: called speed, yeah. speed, speed flying yep yep
0: what's it feel like when you get up there talk to me about that i know what i felt, but what's you've been up there a hundred times or more than that i'm sure yeah, is it, is it a rush every time you go up?
1: You know, it actually becomes very peaceful. You can definitely make it a rush depending upon how you choose to fly or when you choose to fly. Uh, flying in active air, thermic conditions where there's a lot of rising air, there's sinking air around, and it can be a little turbulent, and that can be exciting. Um, or if you decide to do crazy aerobatics, that can, of course, be a rush. Yeah. But it's really quite peaceful to me when I get up there. It's kind of just... It, out-of-body experience, maybe you could consider it. It's just very quiet, and you just become one with Mother Nature.
0: Oh, my gosh. Have you flown to the top of Lone Peak? Have you been
1: up there? I've uh, flown across there many, many times across the Wasatch Front. Yeah. Really? Yeah. That's got to be a rush. I it's, mean, just seeing great. that. Just, it's... And it's a lot easier to fly up the side of the mountain instead of hike it, that's yeah. for sure. Oh you only have to hike gosh. 300 feet oh and then the, let the air do the rest of the work for oh you. Oh,
0: my gosh, yeah. So... So I got back from New Zealand, okay? And in New Zealand, we went to a place where it's the only place in the world where the albatross comes down and nests and has an egg and then flies. Did you know that the albatross flies for three to five years and never touches the ground?
1: Yeah, that's crazy, huh?
0: Never touches the ground. Yeah. And, and they say it's because of all the thermals coming up.
1: Yeah. And they, could, they navigate those thermals. How much does that have to do with parag- paragliding? Quite a bit. We're definitely working on the same forces that those birds depend <laughs> upon, for sure. Uh, they get to go a little bit higher than we get to. As human beings, we have to obey the laws that, <laughs> you know, the FAA lays down. Um, so we can't fly at night. We have to fly during in the day. day. Uh, but, yeah, same same type of lift, thermic lift and ridge lift that we use to be able to wow. either stay up in the air or actually gain altitude
0: so is i know a jet when you get in a jet that everybody says well the jet just like kind of takes off well a jet is pulled up in the air okay right because of the vacuum that's it takes. is that the same thing with paradigm? Bernoulli's
1: principle that's it's it Bernoulli's the shape principle. of the wing is actually what makes all that magic happen yeah <laughs>
0: And so it is literally like being pulled up in the air, like like, like the feel uh, the feeling lifted, that I
1: had. Lifted away from the planet, yep.
0: Oh, my gosh. Do you enter any contests? Are you in any contests?
1: Uh, I have flown in some in the past, usually as a wind technician, not too many competitions. It's not really my cup of tea. I fly yeah. for fun more than I fly yeah. to get out there and yeah. try to compete. Those guys do some crazy stuff.
0: Oh, <laughs> I saw, when I went out there, there was a guy doing, like, circles.
1: Okay. I mean, upside down, coming down? Yeah. How do you do that? It's all energy management. I think almost any pilot would agree. It's just energy management. It's building up energy in the glider and directing it where you want it to go. How, how do you steer one of these things? Believe it or not, the majority is actually just gentle leaning, weight shift. Um, you do have brake toggles in your hands that you help shape turns and decrease or increase the speed of the glider depending upon the pressure you're feeling. But a lot of it's just what you do with your body
0: really yeah so just turning your body will turn the glider
1: yeah kind of like if you think about riding a bicycle yeah you know you don't just steer with the handlebars you no, have to you lean your body yeah you
0: know? yeah so you says you says handbrakes. brakes what is the, what's the handbrake what is that
1: brake toggles are just what go up to the back of the glider the trailing edge and they do the same thing to a glider as your brakes do in a car or a motorcycle or a bicycle and that's they slow you down how if, about an airplane same thing they th- Kind, kind of airplane's up. a little mm-hmm. bit different yeah it almost would be like flaps but because of the shape of the paraglider and the way that we're hanging underneath it there are some differences but there are some similarities for sure to airplane flying
0: okay well here we're gonna cut to the chase right now i've talked to a lot of seniors and i'm a senior we're right around i'm 70 so i guess that qualifies me but a lot of seniors have said, you've done this. So how did you like I go, I loved it. It was great. I go, were you scared? And I go, in the beginning, it was a little bit, you know, a bit nervous. But when things, when push come to shove, the minute we took off, it was incredible. And, that, and so the question they have is, is it safe? You know, am I going to go up in the air and then die and some, I'll fall out or something? Is, is this a safe thing to do?
1: You know, that is probably a question I've heard more than any other <laughs> over the course of the last 25 years. And even my parents took a little convincing, let's just say. Um, I, I really relate it to they say that riding a motorcycle is dangerous, oh, yeah. um, you know, but we choose when to fly, what to fly. And how to fly. Yeah. So, the same way that riding a motorcycle, are you in a blocked off parking lot with police surrounding everywhere and full body armor on a 50cc teeny tiny. Hit bike going four miles an hour because that's still riding a motorcycle it is or are you racing down a track during an ice storm without any clothes on that's riding a motorcycle too you just (laughs) made some different decisions (laughs) so if you decide to fly good equipment and equipment has come a very long ways yeah much much safer every year and including better performance it's pretty impressive right so you choose good equipment and you choose the conditions the best you can you choose safe conditions right and you don't do crazy stuff you could be out there flying on your 100th birthday for sure taking a little flight down the hill oh, no man. problem um, as soon as you start trying to fly doing crazy things or flying yeah. higher performance equipment that's just a choice that you have to decide to make but inherently no i don't think it's dangerous at all it's as safe as you decide to make it
0: yeah yeah
1: and And
0: I could say, I mean, you could probably say thousands of flights, it's kind of like flying in an airplane. Absolutely. You know, thousands of flights have taken place with paragliding and, and you could go back and say, in terms of incidents of those flights, probably
1: very, very few. Absolutely. Oh yeah.
0: So in terms of safety, I would say it's probably as safe as flying in an airplane.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. I feel like it's safer than driving down the road nowadays, oh, me that's too. for
0: sure. Or in a motorcycle. Motorcycle really take a yeah. chance.
1: Yeah.
0: You know, I, and, and here's a little footnote off the side, but my brother unfortunately died in a motorcycle accident. And so awesome. I'm very leery about those. But I, I always go up to people that are that are wearing these uh, cloth bandanas. And I always go, so tell me, how's that cloth helmet working out for you, by the way? You know? Yeah, exactly. And the guy like if you give me a disdain, or I say, Do you know who loves you people? And he goes, Who? And he goes, organ donors. They
1: love you guys. Yep. <laughs> if we see somebody out there flying with a bandana, we say strong bandana. Strong bandana. Yeah, yep. gotta wear a helmet. Gotta yeah. have a reserve parachute. Gotta the, have it. All the harnesses have back protection, so it's it's pretty safe. So
0: the guys that take you up when you go tandem, when when we saw talk tandem, that's actually being strapped in with a guy with you. I mean, correct the a tandem, instructor. Yeah, yep. a tandem instructor. Yeah, tandem um, instructor. This guy has to be a certified to do that to be a tandem instructor. My obligation, so many so many hours underneath him, and not any
1: accidents. Okay, I mean he's got
0: to be clean.
1: Yeah. yeah, yeah. Hopefully he is for sure, but there is a very long process. You have to be an advanced rated pilot. Right, uh, and then you have to go through an entire different training course to be able to fly tandems so then, after you go through that course, you actually have to fly with other pilots for so long before you can fly with just regular everyday, Somebody else. so um all of our pilots tandem pilots are very, very experienced have been flying for many, many years. no, that's great,
0: yeah, I know when I was coming down, that pilot was able to just hover, and then when he brought me down, it was almost like. I You just set me on the ground. It was incredible. It was so incredible.
1: What does it cost, roughly? I think a tandem or a lesson is $195 for okay. an experience right okay. now. And if I wanted to become a pilot myself and I'm 70, can I do that? Absolutely. And, Absolutely. and how much is that going to cost me? Um, there's a few options you can pay per lesson, which is that just 195 per lesson for as many as it takes or we have a couple of options that are courses. We have an express course where we try to get you through the entire process within about two weeks. Okay. Um, so kind of expect you to try to come out every day. Mm-hmm. We need a minimum of seven flying days. Uh, on the calendar. Average for most folks is probably something like 9 to 12 flying days, mm-hmm. uh, plus a little bit of ground school and some written tests. Uh, for that two-week course, it's currently sixteen ninety-five for that mm-hmm. two-week course. Okay. Um, but if you want to spread it out over a little bit more time, we can give you the normal novice course, which still gets you the rating that allows you to go out and fly. Without being required to have an instructor present, now that doesn't mean you're a PhD pilot, right? Right. right. Um, but lets you continue learning and having experience on your own. Um, the normal novice course we give you up to three months to get mm-hmm. that all taken care of, so you can mm-hmm. kind of space it out. And that's currently nineteen ninety five, so one thousand nine ninety five. Okay, one ninety five. What about the gear? Gear. um, Great question. Very important. It is aviation. So we want you to try to remain current. If you go a long time without flying, that's when you can kind of forget things. You lose some muscle memory. So we'd like you to be able to try to get on your own equipment toward the end of lessons so we can be finishing your training on the stuff that you're going to be out there flying. Um, There is some used equipment out there that there's some great deals on. There's some used stuff out there that's just Just the total, yeah. And you guys will check it out, right? Absolutely. You could
0: bring it in. You guys would check it out. Full service shop. Yep.
1: We can do inspections on gliders, no problem. Um, All brand new stuff. Probably something about Mm $5,500 for a glider, a harness, a reserve parachute, which Mm -hmm. are the three main components that you need.
0: Right. Right. And what about used? Where can you get that from? That's decent. Uh, you
1: can knock off a couple grand here and there. Every once in a while, you might find an amazing deal where you can get a whole kit and caboodle for, right. you know, less than three grand, but, yeah. you know, hit or miss. That's exactly. Okay. And they all have to have parachutes, right? You have to have a parachute? Well, there's nobody out there inspecting, but yeah, you are supposed to fly with a reserve parachute at any time that you are high enough to be able to use it. Um, Mother nature is still. a in charge so yeah i just fly with one on every flight yeah oh yeah okay
0: so so when is the best time to fly
1: you know september october is absolutely a magic month uh the weather is very good around here at the point of the mountain you have the beautiful changing fall colors uh and the scenery is just something else so that's my favorite month to fly but we do fly Mm year-round wow are
0: you a pilot? Do you have to be? A, you have a pilot's license when you actually certify. Is that what? You
1: it's a little bit different. It's a little bit different. Um, it is a license, but it's issued through the U.S. Hang Gliding and Paragliding Association, oh, and okay. not through the Federal Aviation Administration. Um, as FAR one hundred three pilots, technically, that's an ultralight pilot. You don't need a certificate from the Federal Aviation Administration. So uh, I'm sure there are some crazy people out there who think they can go out and teach themselves. But, uh, yeah. you know, we really encourage people to try to go through it the right way. So they say there's old pilots uh, and bold pilots, but not very many old bold pilots. So <laughs> Wow. Well,
0: listen, I'm going to take a lot more time. This place is a fun place called Adventure Toy Store. I, I love, absolutely love the name. Yeah. You know, because you come in here, as I walk in here, it's just full of cool stuff. I mean, in fact you're greeted by a great dane okay and this this boy is no small dog (laughs) and then a very attractive receptionist which she's you know there to make sure you're all set in and then the flyers come in and those guys look like they've flown and uh you know been out you can just tell they're very weathered very great you know been flying for a while but it's a great place it's 12665 minute man drive in draper utah and uh and if you need to call them, it's 676 is it 676 I can't read it 801 576 6460 okay and and let me just say something okay I I went skydiving and skydiving was cool don't get me wrong i mean yeah. i think it was kind of cool coming down and shoot opening and everything else nothing like paragliding okay Paragli- skydiving you feel like a rock falling out of an airplane absolutely yeah Par- paragliding you feel like a bird that is a hundred percent true f- that's what it's all about you feel you feel so much like a bird and you feel freedom and you can see things and you can actually soar like a bird soars like an albatross or a hawk or whatever and that to me is a feeling that just can't be replaced by yep. anything else so i'm going to do it again Okay. I promise I'm I'm there sign me up I'm going to get a couple of my friends to come with me I'm going to try to get my wife and my daughter to come with me and uh, we're going to be down there and do it and I'll guarantee you that there's going to be some seniors out there that are going to go hmm maybe I need to think about this a little bit
1: Absolutely. All right. Everybody should experience it. So have you got any more questions for me? Boy, I, I think we're great. Let's just get <laughs> you on the schedule and get you out back in the air again. Hopefully it's a little warmer than it is today. But
0: Well, this site, again, is Seniors. You guys know that. Uh, one new development now is that we're on the Internet uh, with a website. So if you want to listen to the podcasts, you can listen to them two ways. You can go to the podcast Players, which is on uh, Spotify, Uh, Google and or Apple, and all Apple has uh, podcast players, or you can now go on the internet and type in Seniors, S-E-N-I-O-R-Z-Z-Z, and that'll direct you right to my podcast, and you can listen to it there. So anyway, it's been great. Yeah, thank you, Al. Appreciate your time, and uh, I'll see you when we go up in the air. Sounds great. (laughs)